listening to Get You Fit Radio with Irene Cook, Huntley Community Radio 101.5, the radio show where you learn about getting fit, staying fit, and leading a healthy lifestyle. Today we're going to talk about a five-letter word in fitness and health that has sometimes become a bad five-letter word in the industry, and it's a word that people love. Sugar. Yum, yum, yum. Sugar is one of those things that makes things taste yummy. But how much sugar is too much sugar? Well, this five-letter word is one of the most controversial and talked about topics in nutrition. It's a sticky subject for sure, as many topics in health and fitness have become misinterpreted over the years. Sugar takes the front seat because people love sugar. And when people love something, they love to misunderstand the topic and they love to misinterpret it. Well, Americans get way too much sugar. In my recent research in looking up the statistics and the facts, the average American gets 20 teaspoons of sugar a day. So now what I want you to do is visualize what one teaspoon of sugar looks like. Okay, now I know I know that we 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 don't actually take the sugar on the teaspoon and eat it. Um, what I'm what I'm suggesting and what I'm saying is Americans get the equivalent of 20 teaspoons of sugar in their food throughout the day. So this would equal 71 grams of sugar on the food scale. So let's think back to the days where you took the sugar out of the sugar cup and you dumped it on your cereal, you dumped it in your coffee. Imagine taking 20 teaspoons of that or 20 sugar cubes and consuming that in a day. That is the average of what Americans get in a day. And that's average. So some people get a lot more than that. And then you have your healthier population of people that might get less than that. So what is the recommended amount of sugar that Americans should have? Well, men should get about nine teaspoons, which is 38 grams. Women and children should get about six. So that's an astonishing, astonishing number that we are over-consuming in sugar. So, so looking at these numbers, I can tell you that with four calories per teaspoon of sugar, we are 
over-consuming sugar calories by 300 or more in every single day. So those of you that are sitting there going, well, I, I know I don't, I know I don't take that much sugar in. As I'm sure that you are sitting there saying that, um, I can, I'm going to tell you to take a step back and I'm going to ask you the following questions. Do you consume the following items? Condiments, barbecue sauces, ketchups, nut butters, peanut butter, jams, salad dressings, pasta sauces, summer sauces, yogurts, sausages, crackers, breads. Do you want me to stop? No, I'll keep going. (laughs) Canned fruits, trail mixes. Do you want me to keep going? Well, we don't have enough time in this in this segment for me to keep going because pretty much everything that you consume, that you buy, that is prepackaged, contains some amount of sugar. And as I've talked about in prior shows, the industry and the food industry loves to put things on labels to confuse people. And they put things on labels that say reduced sugar and low sugar lower sugar, when you see that on a label, that just means that they've lowered it by 25%. That's it. So that's not actually by much. So they'll take a product and they'll lower it by just 25%. And when something says reduced sugar, did you know that there is actually not a true definition for reduced sugar? They could reduce it by a smidget of a fraction. And that makes it qualified for that label. So you have to be really, 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 really careful when you look at these products. And what my suggestion to you is, is to do just that. You wanna look at the products, you wanna flip the backs over and you wanna look at the ingredients and you wanna see what is actually in these products because the sugar is causing your health to be put into a different risk category. So let's talk about these risk categories before we kind of go into some of the other um, factors of, of why sugar should be taken out of your diet and what, what benefits there are to, um, to taking some of the sugar out of your diet and what things you can do to replace sugar um, without feeling uh, the differences on your taste buds. So what are some of the negative effects of having too much sugar? Well, sugar will cause your blood insulin levels to spike. And when that happens, um, you'll get a crash afterwards. And, and if you don't know what that means, basically what that means is sugar will give you kind of like a sugar high. Um, and when you're done bouncing off the walls, <laughs> you, hit a, you hit the wall and then you're really, really tired. And uh, that is an awful feeling. You just, you just hit that wall and you have this reduce of energy that nobody likes. So taking in too much sugar um, will have that negative reduce energy intake effect. Um, another reason to uh, reduce the amount of sugar is that you will have a more balanced insulin blood sugar level. So it will put you in a lower category of risk for type 2 diabetes. Um, You'll have lower triglycerides, 
reduced risk of tooth decay and other dental issues, and improvements of acne. And along with all of that, your heart disease and um, all other health factors will be improved by reducing the amount of sugar that's in your diet. So with that all being said, how can we reduce sugar out of our diets? When you might be sitting there thinking, well, I didn't really realize that I was even taking in that much sugar. So, so let's go back real quick and let's talk about those condiments. Ketchup. I love ketchup. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it. I love it. I, I can put ketchup on my omelet, put ketchup on my french fries. You could take ketchup and put it really on, on anything and sp- spice things up. First things first, if you look at the label of ketchup, the very top number one ingredient is high fructose corn syrup. Did you know that the first ingredient listed on a nutritional label of a product typically means that is what the product contains the most of? So in this case, ketchup is composed mostly of high fructose corn syrup. So if you're just joining us right now, you're listening to WHRULP 101.5 Huntley Community Radio. I'm talking about the sugar uh, addiction amongst Americans. And I was just telling everybody about how Americans overconsume sugar. And I was just about to unleash the horrific news about ketchup. Okay, so I want you guys to brace yourselves because um, what I'm about to tell you is, is, is going gonna, gonna to sting a little bit. High fructose corn syrup is the main ingredient in ketchup. And I, I know I can't show you this, but if you were to log on to my, um, my website, uh, which is Get You Fit, fitnessandnutrition.com, I do have a, an image of a ketchup bottle. So if you were to imagine a ketchup bottle, a 64-ounce ketchup bottle, and then you were to imagine another ketchup bottle sitting next to it, but that ketchup bottle is filled with sugar. The sugar content in the ketchup bottle is one-third sugar. So, so the images that I have, sorry, one ketchup bottle is filled with ketchup. The other one is filled one-third with sugar. It's really eye-opening to see this because basically that is what you're taking in. So those of you that heard that first statistic and I said 20 teaspoons of sugar is the average amount that Americans take in and you right away thought, mm, that's not me. Well, it might be you because that is just one example. And then if you throw in other things such as beef jerky or pepperoni or salad dressing, these things all contain sugars. And I will challenge you to take a little field trip through your pantries and through your refrigerators and and look and see what the sugar content is on a lot of these products and you'll be really, really surprised at how high some of this sugar is in everyday products that you would just never even imagine. Um, now, again, 
you can buy a lot of these products that are reduced sugar or lower in sugar. But unless you see on the label the words sugar-free, you still may be facing high sugar content. Um, as I mentioned earlier, reduced sugar only means 25% less, and low sugar labels uh, don't have an established definition. So what can we do? What, what things can we do instead of adding sugar? Well, you can add natural sugar. Um, you could take fruit. You can actually take a, an actual fruit and sweeten things up with that. Um, you can um, swap sugary beverages like soda for citrus slices and fresh herbs. Sports drinks, oh, those are just absolutely loaded with sugar. And that is not something that is news to you. Um, substituting flavored yogurts for plain yogurts. Uh, preferably Greek-style yogurts can be uh, substituted and you can add your own fruit instead of using the store-brought uh, varieties that contain fruit. Be, be careful, though. You don't want to buy canned fruit and you don't want to buy frozen fruit because those items have been most likely preserved and have been contained in very light corn syrup. And, and, and don't be fooled by the word light either because that has been on there to confuse you. Um, the only really safe choice is if you've used, if you use real fruit. And you guys, it is, it's that time of year. You can, you can go to any grocery store and you can grab some, some strawberries and you can grab some cherries and you can grab some citrus fruits and you can dump them in your yogurt or in your smoothies. And I can tell you this from personal experience and even professional experience with working with people that putting natural sugar in your smoothies will enhance the taste and you'll get a lot more nutrients out of it. Now, I'm not going to name any names because I, I, that's not what I'm trying to do here, but a lot of the um, smoothies that you get um, when you go out to restaurants that claim that they, they're using real sugar, they're not using real sugar. And, and you, can, you can tell by walking into the places because when you look up on the walls and you see that you have these choices of 15 or 20 different types of smoothies that you can get with, you know, banana and papaya and mango and pineapple and these exotic fruits that you really can't get in the United States. And you look behind the counter and you don't see anything but a blender and some liquid bottles of products. They're not using real fruit. What they're using are syrups, so so be warned and be careful with what you're what, what what you're taking in because it is most likely a lot of sugar. So that is uh, that is something that you just really have to watch for. So let's talk about fruits. Fruits contain sugar, do they not? Does that mean you shouldn't take in fruit? So this is kind of a tricky subject because it's one that I'm asked about all the time. How much fruit should I take in? Because fruit contains natural sugar, and that is a different type of sugar 
than the sugar that I was talking about earlier when I identified the 20 teaspoons of sugar that Americans take in. Fructose is a natural sugar. Now, that, of course, is a different type of sugar than a corn syrup sugar. But if you are looking to lose weight, and if you are looking to drop your blood sugar levels, if you're on the path or if your doctor has warned you to watch your sugar levels because perhaps you have a history of diabetes in your family or your blood sugar levels are headed in the direction of becoming diabetic or pre-diabetic, you also should watch the levels of fruit that you intake. So I have to tell you my watermelon story because my watermelon story is, is it's, it's right up there with the ketchup story. So I love watermelon. Watermelon is just, it's probably my favorite fruit, especially if you get one that is, is crisp and perfect. And did you know that it, when you go to buy a watermelon and, and the bottom is orange, yellowish, where you almost think it looks dirty, kind of bruised, that's actually an indication that it's crisp. I just learned that. And I tested my theory at Aldi last week when I grabbed one. It was so crisp that when I stuck the knife in it to cut it, as soon as the knife pierced through the watermelon, it split in half. It was it was amazing. So there you go. There's there's a there's a trick, but that's not my horror story. My horror story is one day I got back from a long run and I had a birthday party uh, to put together for my daughter, and so I was cutting the watermelon as I was trying to hydrate from the run and I was hungry and thirsty at the same time and I was trying to put together this party and cutting the watermelon and I decided I was going to have some watermelon as I was cutting the watermelon and it was so good. It was just the perfect, perfect, perfect everything. So as I was enjoying this watermelon in my brain, I thought, wow, I wonder how many calories this is because I'm eating a lot. <laughs> and I just kept sort of eating the watermelon. I made myself a plate of watermelon, cleaned up, and just kept eating the watermelon. And if if you are a melon person like I am and you get a really nice piece of juicy, cold, crisp watermelon, you just keep eating it. <laughs> so that's what I did. So in the end... When I felt like I've had enough, I thought, gosh, you know, as a, as a nutritional coach, I like to kind of think about the calories that I took in just to kind of know from my own personal knowledge and, and information for, for clients. So I'm going to put this on the food scale and I'm going to assess how many calories that this watermelon was. Because normally, you know, with fruit, you can look up an apple is X amount of calories, a pear is X amount of calories. Watermelon's a little bit more ambiguous because you can't really assess the size of it because it's 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 ambiguous. It's not like a, a size of a fruit. So according to the unit of measure, it asked me to, to weigh it. I put it on the food scale. And let's just say when I was done crying, I came to terms with the fact that watermelon contains a lot of calories and a lot of sugar. Ladies and gentlemen, I had consumed over 600 calories of watermelon. And it was not even that much. It was a healthy-sized bowl. 
So I know I can't I can't show you how much I ate, but I can I can tell you that I later Googled how many calories are in a nine pound watermelon, and a nine pound seedless watermelon contains fifteen hundred calories, and that blew me away. It, it absolutely blew me away, and that is not something that I expected to see or hear, because we we instantly think, oh, it's fruit. I can eat an unlimited amount and it won't affect my waistline and it won't affect what the scale says. And certainly if you're watching your your sugar levels, it won't affect that. And in the case of watermelon, watermelon is one of the fruits that contains the most sugar. So if certainly you are at risk of having blood sugar issues, that's the one fruit you should stay away from. So always be cautious and always be aware of what you are taking in. Always do the research and always know what you're you're eating because it will make a difference in the end. So hopefully that understood what you were wondering about sugar. Hopefully you'll be more conscious about what you're taking in and definitely look at those labels. Make sure that when you eat ketchup, you enjoy every bite and don't take too much in because there is a lot of sugar in that ketchup and definitely enjoy those fresh fruits and veggies. It is time for Chit Chat Fit with Get You Fit. Derek from Hutley Meadows asked, what type of quick-to-go healthy bar can I grab when I want to have a quick snack? There are so many choices when I go to the grocery store right now, and I don't know which ones to pick from. I feel confused. Derek, great question. There are so many different choices of healthy bars at the grocery store. They're at the gas station. They're at 7-Eleven. I see them at Walgreens and Walmart. And you just really don't know what to pick. And actually, this is such a great question because so many of them are actually not healthy. Um, The ones that I would tell you to look for are the ones that are lowest in sugar. Ironically, this is what we're talking about today because a lot of the healthy bars contain a lot of sugar. So the key ingredient in a healthy bar should be a high level of protein. You want your protein amounts to be 20 grams or more. You want your sugar amounts to be 8 grams or less. So if you pick up a bar and the sugar in the bar is 10, 12, 15 grams of sugar, then you're looking at a choice that perhaps is not an appropriate choice. If you pick up a bar and it contains 8 grams of protein or 10 grams of protein, that's that's a decent amount of protein. But if you want something healthy that's going to sustain your hunger, you want to get something that has a lot more protein than that. And most healthy protein bars, protein choices are going to have something in the 20s 
or, or above. So you want to go into a bar that has something a little higher in protein because the protein is what is going to sustain your hunger. Um, I did a quick quick research uh, a couple weeks ago and I asked a bunch of my clients what their favorite bars were. And believe it or not, the top three bars that came up regularly um, were the top three that had the highest amount of sugar. And um, those were Kind Bars, um, Cliff Bars, and Lara Bars. And again, they're healthy, they are nutritious, they have nutrients, but the protein levels are very, very low, and the sugar levels are extremely high. I did a comparison side by side um, with these bars and an actual Snicker bar. And I, I welcome you to do the same. If you take some of these bars that you see at 7-Eleven and you put them side by side with some of the candy bars, you'll see that even a Snicker bar has six grams of protein in it. And 20 grams of sugar. And side by side, so does the Kind Bar or so does the Cliff Bar. So my question is, why should you spend $3 on a Cliff Bar that tastes pretty good when you could spend $0.59 on a Snicker Bar that tastes amazing and you're getting the same quality? I'm not telling you to get a Snicker Bar, Derek. Don't be confused on that. What I'm saying is read those labels and make sure that your healthy bar is healthy and check out that protein and certainly check out those sugars. So hopefully that answers your question. Hopefully you got a lot of uh, the program today. Again, if you want to look me up, get you fit at getyoufitnessandnutrition.com. Thanks for joining me, guys. Let's go Make no excuses now I'm talking here and now I'm talking here and now Let's go Your time is running out I'm talking here and now I'm talking here and now It's not about it's about what you do. It's all about.